0: No no soundboard action to kick us off. I do, uh, yeah.
1: Um I just wanted to say I love baby Groot in this, so I decided I'll get my kids to do their best impression. That's great. But first of all it's it's my daughter Bella, she does the I am Groot impression. And then my son Jack, who's eighteen months younger, does his. How old's Bella? She's five.
2: I am Groot. I
1: am Rude. (laughs) Uh, I am a Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I am rude. <laughs>
3: well, you we know that, mate. He, so obvi- yeah. he obviously <laughs> hasn't seen Guardians uh, of the Galaxy One. <laughs> yeah. Now, put your pants on, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and Dad.
0: <laughs> that is not a bad place to start talking about the uh, the money that, that Marvel is going to make off this movie <laughs> and oh. the Baby Groot toys.
1: Because yeah, uh, uh, my... hashtag cute yeah. as. They'll do a bubble head or, or a dancing plant yeah. pop plant everything, or whatever anything yeah. so you can imagine you can
2: get um, you can get movie cups shaped like baby Groot yep. with a yeah, straw sticking so out, out the of his head oh yeah. yeah that
1: was good I'd def-
0: fight myself to not buy one i'm like come on sensible sensible think yeah. sensible <laughs> yeah. that's pretty sensible <laughs> this is getting a geek uh, the get into movies crew we're talking guardians of the galaxy volume 2 if you haven't already figured that out this is our full spoilers chats if uh again you're listening to this by mistake we do have a non-spoilers chat if you haven't seen the film and we do recommend don't listen to this if you haven't seen the film i don't care if you care about spoilers and all that sort of gear don't listen to it unless you've seen the film. So, hopefully, you've just seen it. Listen David to David Hasselhoff! Drive home. <laughs> oh, bang! That's your own fault, guys, if you've done it. Sorry, it's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> I didn't do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got the full crew here once again. You Mitch, Maddie, Brandon, Reese. How are we, boys? Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Amazing. Nice stuff. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We don't have non spoilers chat. Let's talk some juicy, sweaty sci fi detail because uh, this wow. film really. To
1: coin a phrase by Maddie, that's how it's done. Right? <laughs> Marvel's done it again, mate. Just keep kicking goals, don't
2: they? I? I am exhausted. That was
1: that was a ride Ooh. and a half. How many times did you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're thinking of another word. And you're like, no, nah, f- <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Look, as much as I enjoyed it,
2: Chris Pratt is no Chris Evans. Uh, Sorry, no, no, it wasn't. It was well, funny, huh? If he wants to friggin, you know, bench press a helicopter, he can go for it.
0: Well, mate, he, f- he fought a planet he in this blew- film, so <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Captain America planet. punch a planet in the face and win. was would. his dad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's emotional as well yeah. as physically
1: hard. Yeah. So, But I didn't, I forgot that the green chick <laughs> was so strong. Pulled. Physically, yeah, because she's yeah. holding Drax in the back of that plane with the rope. I'm like, surely not, mm. yeah, yeah she picks, I I up, picks yeah. up the giant cannon. Yeah, I, I was, feel like oh, I was prepared for that, that tonight because I re watched
0: mm. Guardians of the Galaxy one last night. And that moment where they get uh, arrested and they're doing in the lineup at the, like the prison with John C. Riley, mm. and they have all that their little stats come up you know, height, weight, where they're from, any extra enhancements, and things right. like that. And it did say that with, with Gamora that she's uh, that yeah, she's enhanced, yeah. she's got a healing factor, and things like that. It's and, the same
2: way she was able to survive out in space when yes. her and Star-Lord in the first film was sort of stuck out in space and he takes off his mask and gives it to her. Mm.
1: God, I it's, wish they'd call him Star-Lord or is that just his own name that he's given himself and they just don't well, bother? Everyone knows, like everyone don't knows, Hans the even. galaxy knows
3: <laughs> or the universe knows him as Star-Lord yeah. but they mm. call him Peter. Like I just, I'm just like. Well, so,
1: and then they started calling him Quill I'm like, who's that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I think I think the team
2: do it just to piss him off in the same way that they keep calling mm. Rocket a raccoon just. To piss yeah, him off. that's that's yeah. fine. Or a what? Uh, trash, trash Panda was great. Or the triangular faced yeah. monkey was pretty yeah. good as well. The fox, <laughs> the Sinead kind O'Connor of bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I really could have done with that Nebula. That whole storyline just.
1: I think you jaded me with that cuz you mentioned it before and I'm like, oh mm. uh, yeah, I guess so. Cuz I thought think... she died in the first one but apparently not.
2: No, she kind of takes over one of the Ravager ships. She, you know, hijacked it, you know, took took off. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's more a James Gunn thing. Um I've read some stuff where he's absolutely enamored with, I don't know whether it's the character of Nebula or the actress who plays her, I don't know. But I feel like he's wedged her into this film. She could have come back in the third one, not a problem. Had mm. some time off to, you know, lick her wounds and figure out what she wanted to do and then come back. I just feel like it was with everybody else we had in this film, she wasn't needed. Mm. Um, and then James Gunn has also said, A, he's never going to put Nova into a Guardians film, which I think is just the worst idea ever. And he even would love to do a Nebula, like, spin-off standalone movie. Yeah, that'll work. And it's like, <laughs> mate, you can get Wasn't he in the it. first
1: one? Nova?
2: No, was, no, was it, was Nova,
0: it was the Nova. It was the Nova. Ronan was oh, of Ronan. the Kree, no. and but the Nova, Nova Prime, Nova Core, and all that sort right. of stuff. But um, but there is a
2: superhero named Nova, and he's kind of like you know Captain or Ms Marvel. He's got the flight and energy manipulation, and he's like a. Human torpedo type thing He's he's a really Really cool character I really like him So I'm disappointed That that James Gunn Said he'll never be In, in one of these films It's
0: certainly not a case Of him being too out there To include in one of these films <laughs> oh, As we learned As we learned in this yeah. film Like when you. it starts off And you've got the sovereigns You know And They're almost like a machine race Like how monotone they seem to speak And think and act and move And all that sort of shit Mm. And the fact that Genetically perfect You know like they did change up for the comics
1: Wasn't that good Ben Browder's cameo Hey look Oh
0: man Thank you, James Gunn. Thank you. We we, we yeah. did mention in a non spoilers chat that this reminded you guys a lot of Fastgate. Yeah, mm. so we got that there John as well. John in it, it himself. Great to see him. But for those that has one
1: of the gold guys, we and we're all nerded out. Went oh, uh, and you yeah, went, who's the, that? The I'm like, <laughs> why are these guys so excited? He's <laughs> like, in Stargate he's, and he's in Fastgate. He's naturally
2: yeah. got like a like a. Th- texan sort of accent. You like he he can do that with his eyes oh, yeah. closed. So him put on this haughty, proper English accent. Was yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Peacekeeper Crichton. It well,
0: for anyone cool. who's missed the cues in our Get Into Geek Chats, we do a sideshow. show. It's on its own separate channel called Get Into Gate and we just talk Stargate one episode per podcast. So yeah, if you're do. into Stargate and I, I'm going to dare say if you're into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it might be worth a look if you've never seen Stargate before. Maybe just check mm. it out a little bit. So you find us on Get Into Gate. But yeah, that was a nice little, uh, nice little throwback. He does that a lot of fun with just even these Guardians movies, James Gunn. That he doesn't just use either unknowns or big movie stars, he will throw in those TV actors and, and puts them on this big stage, a 200 million dollar film. And you get Ben Browder, like,
2: well, he's a sci fi legend, he's been yeah. so he, he is no, sci-fi, absolutely. Sci-fi but sci-fi like, shows. the
0: the majority of the movie going audience are going to go and watch this, and they're not going to pick out his cameo yeah. like we did, they're yeah. going to see it like Reese and go, Who's that guy? Mm. but we were nerding out like he it, popped up. I don't know what that scene was about. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, yeah. it's you, it's Yay. you, man. Yes, I'm so
3: happy for you, man. He did yeah. look, fami- he did look familiar to me, even though I didn't know yeah. who he was. Yeah. He did look familiar, but he did, John Crichton, he basketball. did look yeah. like a an Australian. Gold. You know, in this Australian moment, though, comedic actor such a stupid well.
0: and, and I guess somewhat like a, a bit of a selfish sort of thing but I actually felt like I felt proud of him like I like I know him because yeah. I, I met like him a mate on there yeah. I met him at a Stargate convention a couple of years ago and he was talking about, like it was obviously after Stargate had finished and obviously his run on the show had finished and and uh, he was talking to me and we're like oh you know what are you what are you doing you know now and he's like I'm just trying to find work you know like I was on this thing that was mm. a, a a very successful train that was rolling on and now it stopped and I just got to try and fun work and I thought oh you poor bastard like you're on yeah. such a successful yeah. thing with with a great fan base and that's why you're doing these conventions but now it's like if only I could have told you man in a couple yeah. of years you're going to be in a marvel film so <laughs> you, you made it son you that's, made it that's, that's you got 7 thing, years though. buddy you mean <laughs> so just push was, on man um, eat
2: those two minute noodles and then the money's coming <laughs> <laughs> just send your kids to to public school and you'll be fine yeah. <laughs> um I was talking to some of the guys after the movie and it's quite funny it's if this film was made ten years ago, before you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe was a the thing, there's no way back then they would have gotten names like Kurt Russell or Slice Stallone mm, yeah, or anything no. like that. It's like if this film was made ten years ago, Ben Browder would have been Ego, or Ben Browder mm. would have been Sylvester Stallone's character mm. because he has that gravitas as a yeah. as a sci-fi actor. Well, you even but still think now, that, now that, they... that they can pull names like that. Yeah. he's relegated to General Number Three. Over he on never
0: the side came back there. either after that. Did anyone expect, not a, if it's just a trailer thing? But for me, I expected them to be the bad guys. Like, I know they were like a constant sort of background mm. threat for the Guardians, but I expected the Sovereign to be the bad guys. So when you find out at the start of the film that that's who they're doing the job for, killing the monster who's eating their energy sources and their batteries, I'm like, oh, they're working for the guys who are eventually going to be revealed to be the bad guys. Oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. They were just like, they were essentially
1: what the Ravages were in the first film. they just like, an annoying flea that you're like, just go away. Yeah. 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 I
3: felt, I felt they were setting up for future movies, but to, have, to be a, a bigger threat.
1: Well, yeah, well, what was with mm. the Adam thing? Oh, that's a post-credit it? scene? Yeah. Yeah, was yeah, it yeah. Adam or Atom? Adam. 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 Adam Warlock. Yeah.
3: That'll be Adam Warlock. Right, 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 He's,
2: right. Uh, I don't know a lot about him, but he, he is very much uh, connected to the Infinity Stones. Think of Adam and Aisha as Adam and Eve, basically. Right. Um, in a lot of comics and stuff like that, they actually refer to him as him, capital H, and her, capital H. So, like, they're, you know, they're right. these two... Because yeah. the, the Sovereigns are supposed to be these genetically perfect beings. So, she being a gen- genetically perfect being in the end credit sequence has created an even more genetically perfect being. And he's in his cocoon Which is uh, A lot of people were saying At the end of Guardians 1 Up until now a, That's what they thought yeah, yeah There was a little cameo With the collector Where you could see this cocoon In the background People thought Oh that was Adam Warlock Because at the very very end You see the ca- the cocoon Sort of open And, it, and it's Because it had it's, been destroyed Yeah Yeah, yeah whatever. this joint Got been blown hatched, But obviously yeah. that's You know I mean back then It could have been the case And mm. they just They've reworked it for this but yeah, he's kind of this just this perfect being, and he has all these. He's kind of Supermanish, you know, in the terms of, of what he can do, powers wise. Mm. But he's very much connected to um, the Infinity Stones, and I want to say at, at certain points he's even been a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of those ones that can sort of, he can go either way. I think he was creative evil, but then turns good, and you know, so he can he can kind of go either way. Mm. But. I, didn't, I actually didn't think they'd pull an Adam Warlock, because I thought they, if they were going to do it, they would have hinted at it a lot earlier. So it was interesting to see that they're actually going to go for Warlock. Well,
0: even just the... Was it at the end of the film or one of the post credit scenes where you had Sly, Ving Rhames, and uh, Michelle Yeoh? It was Ure. like
1: a spin-off crew or something. That's
0: the thing. And yeah. so I, I get told after the film that that was the original Guardians of the Galaxy lineup in the comics. Yes. So, by all means... They're going to, I mean, they have said a couple of days ago, like they did when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out about three or four weeks earlier. They said, yep, we've already greenlit Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's going to come out in July 2017. And then they moved it forward. And then they did that with this film as well a couple of days ago, just shy of its release. They said, yep, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was obviously happening, but James Gunn confirmed he will come back and write and direct the third one, but also said it will be the last outing of this iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, whether Stardlord Lord leaves and goes back to Earth permanently, or the whole team dies, probably not going to happen, or they all live happily ever after, Guardians of the Galaxy 4 is about Sly and Ving Rhames and things yeah, okay. like that so oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe not and, and every film oh, after oh, that is like oh, a, oh. an anthology <laughs> <laughs> you know like oh my God, it's
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hosted the screening that we we're at tonight and we, we said at the start of the, of the movie don't be one of these noobs that leaves a Marvel film before the end of the credits right
3: <laughs> you, stick you, through you, stick you. through you idiots always leave and we and make fun of it. In the cinema's
2: you. credit they didn't raise the house lights yeah. they kept it dark
3: yeah I felt that you <laughs> definitely put the guilt trip on people. <laughs> I could tell left. that nobody wanted to be the first ones to leave. Him. You, you, li- you this-
2: literally said. You said. You do realize that those people that leave early, we make fun of you.
3: Yeah, yeah. We, look- we, we,
0: we assume look- you didn't enjoy the film, yeah. and if yeah. it's a good movie, we make fun of you for leaving before yeah. the
3: credits. But there was, one, there was one couple. We look at you like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> do I say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. There, was- there is. Like, okay. it's- so honesty in- is oh, the best policy. Yeah. So in and this
2: film, there's there's five um, end credits, like after credit sequences. Yeah. There's yeah. one couple that left after the fourth one, yeah. and then uh, they got left. But see, committed this far, even I
1: lost. Out by stage Can, Can I just I- say For those who don't know Mitch wasn't just Yelling that out In the cinema As people were Coming in And everyone <laughs> Just think he was A madman Like he <laughs> emceed The event yeah. So Like the,
3: the, Everyone was seated The doors were shut Everyone was in the cinema Don't leave <laughs> It's if fun. you if you leave, there's something wrong with you.
1: You're you.
0: on the spectrum. But I just I felt back because I had people around me that I knew that were like, hey, there better be something good at the end here. And I'm like, yeah, I me. Make it. I didn't I didn't make it, or I didn't make you stay. I made you feel bad <laughs> yeah. for not staying. But I felt like the longer these post-credit scenes went on, and the more of them that there were, they became more nerdier and more sweaty, and more yeah. in, in in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy sort of lore.
2: There was nothing in those all of those in credit sequences that was mind-boggling. Like, compared to some of the other, you know, end credit, there was nothing. It was like, yeah. holy like shit! Like, or... like, do you remember when we went
0: and saw the first Avengers, and Thanos pops up and yeah, just turns around and smiles, and we we're like,
1: whoa, yeah. wow, like, what does that mean? I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was
0: Goldar from Power <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> Everyone goes, that's Hellboy! And I'm like, it's the f***ing Hellboy! <laughs> He's purple, Hellboy's red, different unit, what the f***? Are you on? Yeah, they just so. go. Oh, I, I know superhero movies. This must be related. Just... <laughs> but uh, yeah, they there's just so many teasers in this film that I think they just go, "Hey, let's just let's just get it all out there." Because mm. the the warlock thing surely they're going to pay off on. That was a big sell. Oh, yeah. Sly getting his guard into the Galaxy crew together, probably yeah. not going to pay off, but it was a little nod to the fans. Yeah, or it was more an
2: homage it, than anything It could else. be a
0: one-shot. They could bring back the one-shots the Blu-ray, which they haven't done in years, and they used to be oh, so just much like fun. Oh, like a
1: straight DVD thing.
0: Yeah, like a 10-minute thing, right? Oh, so, okay. And they were as simple as a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's Hammer. And it was when Coulson left Tony Stark in Iron Man 2, to go off somewhere, and you found out in, in the post-credits that he was going to find the, um, the crash site of Mjolnir. And uh, in Thor, that's where you see him first in the film is when he pops up. And that one shot, he just stops at a servo, buys some donuts, the servo gets robbed, he thwarts the robbery, goes up, pays for his fuel and leaves. Cool little three, four-minute scene, right? It's all canon stuff, it's all fun. But then come Iron Man 3, where a lot of fans are upset at the the reveal of the Mandarin, that oh, the, you know, a lot yeah a lot and even I'm one of them people that didn't know who he was hated him yeah, exactly <laughs> right and uh, that they reveal in that film well, oh, the Mandarin isn't actually this sort of uh, uh, it's actually uh, Ben Kingsley Asian bloke you know <laughs> that it's sold to be or even Middle Eastern guy it's actually this British actor and the guy yes. Pierce is the real Mandarin overacting at the end in this one shot they reveal that, no, there is a real Mandarin out there and he's angry at Ben Kingsley for stealing his name and dishonouring his title. That's cool. They could have done that in the movie. They could have done that in the movie. (laughs) They did this and it's canon now. They probably will never pay off on it. So it's sort of like, why did you do that? To apologise to the fans and tease them with something that you're never going to see the end of. That's why Rogue One exists. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so in this year, they could bring back a <laughs> ten-minute one-shot film of Sly's Ravager, Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel crew. like he was that would be awesome.
2: Pretty underutilized to for Sly alone, you know, yeah. to be in a
1: film like really. He had, he, he Expendables had... Four coming out?
0: No, he's, he <laughs> said know. no to that. He's actually he's
1: actually said no. <laughs> to what he said. I'm done. Yeah, uh, was, good call. <laughs> Should he have done it. that after one.
2: I was expecting it to be a bigger, a much bigger role. Like, yeah, I was, was
1: wondering what the point of it was. He kind of had. Well, one,
2: maybe two scenes, and then one post credit scene. It was three scenes total. But yeah. in saying that, his
1: lot. role was bigger than Glenn Close in the first... Guardians of the Galaxy. You said that Michael Rosenbaum, who plays Lex Luthor in Smallville, yep. was in it. I didn't pick him. Though. Yep, it was I'd, rumored, I'd,
0: but did he actually? Get no, I
1: want to say that he was like the ice
0: guy, right. That was oh. Sly's, and yeah, it was wasn't oh. until the last scene where they're at the they were at the funeral, and he says something to I Sly. I wonder
2: why he was getting a bit of.
0: But I remember reading. I I sort of skipped over the article a lot of it because I didn't want to spoil anything for myself. But mm. I'm pretty sure James Gunn said that he he does play a significant character but he also said the same thing about Sly so while we're saying they didn't have a lot of screen time maybe that's because they are setting them up for future stories and stuff like that which would be cool yeah
1: like I'm a massive Sly fan but was it just me or was it hard to understand what he was talking about especially in that first scene yeah when he's yelling too yeah yeah, yes you broke the code yeah.
0: I a, a think he said, yeah, and because I think... we
2: had no context either, if we if we went into that scene with a little more context. Yeah.
1: Was that mentioned before? I no. can't no, remember. No, not at all. No. And exactly it wasn't even like me. you
0: saw Yondu at the end of the first one realise that he was in all this trouble or something yeah. with his yeah. people. He's just a dick. Yeah. I like
1: I liked the, the relationship between the, the, the raccoon and <laughs> Rocket, I mean mm. and uh and him <laughs> because like See that was odd for me. It's always an undertone that you know people like that have those kind yeah. of it was anxiety. It, it
2: felt a little bit forced for me, and I guess those two seemed like a like an odd pairing. Like there's mm. obviously you know you can have an odd couple pairing which works, but I felt they were a little bit too similar to be sort of an odd couple pairing. Yeah, which and, is kind of like a Drax um, and a Rocket, right? That's mm. what I. Yeah, I felt like you know there is a moment where. Where Yondu just kind of gives this speech at Rocket, saying he knows who he is and what he's about, in a real emotional mm. sort of speech. And it's like, mate, you've, you've known him for like a minute. Like you, you had next to no communication with him in the first film. Yeah. So you've really only been with, around him in this film. Like, how do you, I feel like that? That speech would have had more emotional resonance had it come from a Gamora or a Drax. Yeah. Or, you know. Something I think the like
3: that. I figured, reason for me it it was to um, set up his position as like a father figure yeah like i know what you're going through you know we've been both been yeah through these yeah these I, ha-
2: I had a hard time leading up until the point where yondu you know realize he's going to make a sacrifice play mm. and rocket hands him you know the jetpack and the space suit and says i've only got one of each yeah up until that point i was like what are they doing this is weird this is this weird forced yeah you know buddy cop thing they're trying to do with these two i don't i don't get it and then Yondu does make the sacrifice play and then it all falls into place Yeah. from that point. From there I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. And I felt something because f- up until that point I didn't care about Yondu. Like he'd been a dick in the first movie. Mm. He was still a dick. He didn't really have any... Uh,
3: redeeming qualities. Rede- redeeming qualities, yep. yeah.
2: And so it's like until he actually made that sacrifice play... Then I was able to kind of feel it and, and feel the emotion of it. And it was, oh, Zack Snyder. It was so good to see a really good funeral scene. <laughs>
1: oh, There's a lot of feels in this. Fireworks. <laughs> There's a lot, fireworks of, I, a lot more a feels. Bit. I, got yeah. a little,
3: I got a little watery eyes. Especially when he's, he's. I did too, when he's when he's right-hand man. I forget his name, the, the skinny fella. Yeah. Which yeah. is so excited. Like, yes, um, he gets the That's Sean Gunn, actually. does all director's, yeah, brother, director's
1: oh, brother. He Sean
0: does Gunn. all the motion capture for Rocket. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Before and then Bradley Cooper just comes in and makes millions of dollars doing the voiceover for <laughs> yeah, three <really>. hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: awesome. But yeah, I, I enjoy especially his um pre credit scene where he's got the no the hawk fin. Mohawk fin yeah. yeah. And he's playing with that he's arrow. He's trying to get to get to <laughs> work to the arrow. But yeah, I liked oh, him, man. I think he was a great addition to it. I, I really mm. yeah, I felt comfortable with him. Yeah, it's one it's of those good.
2: things I'm what what I'm gonna enjoy the most, I think, going back to rewatch this, is the Yondu Plotline of it to to Mm. follow that through because I was really not didn't expect anything. Yeah, it. it, it, I wanted I knew Yondu was going to join the Guardians and I wanted to see certain things and and I didn't get them so I was a little bit detached from that. Not as much as I was with Nebula, but I was a little bit detached. So yeah, it wasn't until he made that sacrifice play and I was Mm. like, oh, I'm kind of surprised because you
1: are the token feminist in the group. I thought the the sisters thing was kind of cool. How they kind of made up at the end?
3: Yeah, they, all she did was just talk about her emotions for like ten seconds. And like, okay, we're friends again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I your mum's name's Martha. Oh, I'm with. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, there was <laughs> a lot of that. You but killed I'm, my mom. Was <laughs> in this movie <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh
0: God. But I'm with Brennan on this a little bit too because I think in the first film, especially, just the setup for their relationship was Ronan sent uh, Nebula in to do this job at the start of the film, which then Gamora comes and goes. No, no, no. I know the planet. I'll be able to get it done. Earlier, next scene, Thanos refers to Gamora as being his favorite daughter. Nebula's pissed off again, and then it's just like, well, she just she's just an angry bitch, basically. But that's sort of it through the first film. So I didn't mind the, even though it was a very quick turnaround, maybe at my name, you know, your mum's name's Martha thing at the end. Yeah. I actually didn't mind that she's like, look, I'm just pissed but because you know what? I got tortured and you didn't seem to care, and I yeah. just wanted yeah. a sister, and she's like, oh. Hang I on, just what? wanted
1: you to take one for the team for once. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I um I think the Yondu thing paid off for me too, just thinking back to that first film. Because really, you got, you got no answer from Yondu throughout the first film as to why he didn't deliver mm. Peter to his father. You find out yeah. at the end, he yells at, at Peter at one stage going, you really think you being a young, skinny little thief is the only reason I kept you? Yeah. And then you get that, okay, the reveal too that he found out that Ego was killing all of his other children. Mm. But then it goes further to suggest that Yondu actually kind of liked Peter and Mm. saw him as the son that he never had sort of thing and did like keeping him around because he just did like the kid. But that really only came at the end, but still I kind of liked that payoff. It seemed Mm. to fit everything that came before it.
2: And uh, in interviews, Chris Pratt's actually been saying that this film actually helped him get closure of his own father's death. Yeah, right. Yeah, which I always thought, going into the film, I was looking at the scenes between him and Kurt Russell looking for that. And now I realized it had nothing to do with Kurt Russell. Mm. It, was about, it was about the, the Star-Lord-Yondu yeah. relationship I did, and yeah. the, the funeral scene at the end, which was beautiful.
0: I don't know anything about Ego, the living planet. I, I listened to a lot of other nerds from America talk about a lot of sweaty comic book detail stuff. And they just couldn't wait to see Ego. They, all they wanted to see was a shot from outer space where you actually saw a face and a beard on this planet, which they kind of did once. And that's yeah. all I needed. I'm like, at least you did it because you had the balls to do it. Great. But they never said that Ego was this bad guy or anything like that. So I didn't I didn't expect that at all in this film until it was slowly getting to, hang on, what's, what is weird about this? Yeah. And I mentioned in, in the non-spoilers chat that for me, it wasn't until about an hour 20 in, and now that we are talking spoilers, it was probably the second mention where some character, I'm not sure which one, said, something's weird here. What's going on? I'm like, oh, shit. Really? Is Kurt Russell gonna have something when, I,
1: when they announced Kurt Russell, I just went, Oh, who's this? and Googled his character and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well that's I didn't it's I didn't this massive MacGuffin villain. Yeah, but that's the thing I didn't I didn't Google, and I just yeah, heard okay. ego and it was just
0: the the people that I have heard of both in person and uh, and other, you know, uh, geeks overseas yeah. talking about it online. It's just holy shit, they're doing Ego the Living Planet. Who would have thought one that we're getting a second Guardian of the Galaxy movie. Not even well, it's the tenth year of the MCU, but we're actually going to have a character that's a planet who fathered a human character. Like it's so <laughs> ridiculous, it's so out there that I I'm like, that's all I needed. But I honestly yeah. didn't I didn't uh, look into it any I further. I thought he than was going
2: to be more of a puppet master. I thought he was going to be like he was going to be manipulating the sovereign people. Yeah into doing something to get it. I, like, mm. I I wasn't even sure Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt would have any scenes yeah, to it until the end of I was the really yeah. happy
1: that, that, that he was actually a humanoid yeah. for a lot of it, mm. which I, I didn't expect because I was just expecting him to be a giant planet the whole time, Yeah, which is great because I love Kurt Russell. You see him with his awesome beard, just looking <laughs> Half <a face>. manly <laughs> as all hell.
2: Yeah, and the way they explained <laughs> it off, like, you, you kind of got it. Like That's... Yeah, The While idea I, of a human planet could be... Well, a, a living planet could be hard to get, wrap your head around. I think he just they, personifies himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in a way that is... Yeah. Like I've said in both viable. this chat
0: and then the non but but they just threw everything at the audience here. And it's like, if you're not into massive, deep, dark sci-fi stuff, mm. and you've only come at this from watching even the first one, or, you know, you've... Oh, I, I've seen Star Wars, so I get the ins and outs of, like, really in-depth sci-fi. They don't care about this in this film. They're just throwing everything at you with, like, weird, weird shit.
2: Side note, there was people behind us in the cinema, and it was after the Thor Ragnarok trailer early on, and this girl made some reference about um, Natalie Portman and then said, Natalie Portman's not in Star Wars. And oh. the, the entire road almost kicked her out. Like, Are joking me right now? <laughs> you know what?
0: We're not here to defend the prequels, but that's ridiculous what yeah. you just <laughs> said. Get, get out. So for them to yeah throw in a living planet, I, I thought they actually did not dumb it down, but they explained it in a way that I think both satisfies the really hardcore sci-fi nerds and also the people that are coming into this as absolute rookies that might not have even seen the first film but are coming in because they got a free ticket. Yeah,
2: I think it's digestible. You can <laughs> yeah. sort of digest it in little bits and, you know, I think if, even if you're an entry-level person when it comes to sci-fi, you can absorb a small amount of it and have enough to not be taken out of the film and, and keep going with it. But then, you know, the next centres of whatever they explain, the next level person is going to absorb that. And, mm. you know, so there's there's different levels, I think, there, which was which was really good. So really you flower. mentioned
3: it in the, um, spoiler free chat, Maddie, mm, yeah. your shirt today. Was Pac-Man. that, a, was that a coincidence? Or was... That was,
2: no, literally I went, I need something eighties. So I, my shirt is basically Pac-Man and the Pac-Man ghost reenacting the scene from ghost with the, with the clay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's I
1: thought,
0: well, such a, it's such a nerdy shirt. I love it. Like, I know, yeah. How good is it? <laughs> so many levels.
2: And it's, I feel like this is a Peter Quill, this, this is a shirt Peter Quill could wear even though Ghost is from 1990, so he wouldn't be aware of it, but that's okay. He's all about he's all about Pac Man, and there was like three Pac Man references in this movie. Yeah. And I was just like, yes. At one point, he turns, oh, he turns into, into Pac Man. So
3: great! <laughs> and he's turning into. Him, I'm like, oh, he's he's Rock Man's going to be bigger than the yeah, other Rock Man, into the thing or something like that. <laughs> so good. Well, yep. I applauded at that moment. Yeah, I'm just like, is, no, yeah. guys well done I yeah, yeah. I just, I just. <laughs> like, the... how do you how do you add Pac-Man to a bit of a sci-fi movie and yeah. out of space you know yeah. and okay, I would like, make so guys. many weird guys, things guys guys and, and that was just... a really
0: comedic <laughs> film that was quite like one of the rare dramatic only moments of the film yeah. where him and his dad having this big brutal fight one of them's gonna die the whole planet's <laughs> gonna get destroyed all his friends are gonna perish yeah. and it's like
2: he's
0: Pac-Man I'm like
2: how do you make that work guys yeah. guys yeah. guys I just uttered the phrase just take a moment and take stock of your life I just uttered the phrase and he turned into Pac-Man, and it was awesome. <laughs> like,
1: and he ate Kurt Russell. What, what, like, what,
2: what is our lives when oh, that man. can be done? And
1: be hey, Marvel can do not,
3: anything, and we're yeah. f- right? it. Slap like a Marvel tag on it, like and I a turtle, be good. Yeah, <laughs> the well, thing, like, Iron Man
0: three. Not with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> that was two turds. Yeah. <laughs> still better than
3: Batman vs Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah. the only thing that made Marvel better was that DC came out with the <laughs> movies. Yeah. Like, continue with a, this longevity. It gives you a point of reference. Yeah, like, like, oh,
2: we're really spoiled. Like yeah. Yeah. If yeah. that meant we don't take it for granted. Like you could take. Still it defend granted. Man exactly of Steel. Right. I still
3: love Man of Steel. Look, still I'm a massive DC fan, and I love. Yeah, I love, I love the yeah the, 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 the Batman universe. But it's
2: like the the last good just, DC film I saw was Under the Red Hood, like, and that was an animated yeah. film yeah. from two thousand and ten. That was awesome. Yeah.
3: No, it was a great like show. DC TV, <laughs> DC TV, yeah, awesome. Oh, but Young movies, Justice!
2: I can't wait for yeah. Young Justice to come back. Just actually,
0: that's not a bad point about the TV. There was a moment in this film when the the ego plant. From the start of the film, you know, grows, erupts, whatever, yeah. that starts to take over Earth and every other planet in the galaxy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is this has all the makings that this is where we can perhaps cross over with See, Agents of Shield or something because Agents of Shield, in its infancy, it has tapered off a little bit. But in its infancy, it was not crossing over with the films. But Thor: uh, The Dark World happened. Yeah,
2: Sif was in a
1: couple of episodes. Yeah, Sif was, Sif was in a couple
0: of episodes. But Thor: The Dark World happened, where a lot of London got torn up, you mm. know, by the big uh, the big fight at the end. Yeah, that was fun. Agents of Shield, right? They come in and they start to clean up the mess. Uh, Captain America. God. Here is the you saw the, you saw the film <laughs> now here's the cleanup crew. Yeah, right, right, right. In fairness, that was the first like two minutes of the Boring. episode, but it was that was their crossover. And
3: then Isn't really, that
2: a new TV show coming out about just yeah,
3: bucket, the, yeah. yeah, the law firm, something
2: like that, that deals
3: with uh, the aftermath of the Avengers. Oh no, yeah. that's no,
1: there's a uh, that's <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you protect the city. Or... Don't come on my block. or no?
0: No, that's a DC show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. There, there is a there is a Marvel Skip. one. Co- there is a Marvel one coming out though. Um. That's, yeah. that's on the same sort of stuff. Yeah. The, like the cleanup crew. But um, yeah, nice. Agents of Shield really come into its own off the back of Winter Soldier, where Hydra will revealed to still be a thing, and that's where Agents mm. of Shield sort of found what it could be. And then it also had crossovers very, very slightly with. Age of Ultron like you know Nick Fury shows up at the end of Age of Ultron with a friggin helicarrier it's like where'd you pull that from considering S.H.I.E.L.D. is no more in in the show you find out that (laughs) Agent Coulson (laughs) found that in like a Hydra base they've been keeping it somewhere he finds it he rings up Fury he gives it to him it's again it's only for the TV watchers Mm. you can watch the movies without that stuff but they've they didn't even really do much of a crossover with with uh, with Civil War, which you would think they would, considering the uh, what do you call the Sokovia Accords and all yeah. that sort of stuff. They did stuff on the Accords, but they didn't really talk about the fact that there was this you know big epic battle between these two characters, as unpublicized as it may have been. But the fact that there is this giant like goo taking over this midwestern <laughs> town in Missouri yeah. or whatever—I yeah. don't know if it's in the Midwest. I don't know America, but Missouri yeah. in the yeah. town, Sky country, sure. <laughs> Like, surely that's not going to get addressed in, you know, maybe the other films or anything, but I would like to think that maybe the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would go, hey, what about that mess that happened on the news? Just just throw to it a nice little throwaway Different. Easter egg for the fans because otherwise they're not going to cross background. over with Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. They're not going to go to Nebula's home world or some that's shit. Well,
2: we went to Earth. I was expecting a cameo. I was expecting... Obviously, it couldn't be sort of... Cap or, or Falcon, like Falcon did in, in Ant-Man or anything mm. like that, because at, as far as we know, they're in prison. no one likes moment. Falcon. <laughs> that uh, was a real favour
0: deal, that one. But who yeah. else can we get? Uh, Falcon's available. I, guess, I love Falcon. Don't get me I wrong. I guess technically
2: that the, the hardest part this is going to do, in, in the same way Doctor Strange did it with its weird timeline, is that happened in the big bubble glowy mm. thing happening in Missouri. That happened in 2014. Mm. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry. Mm. No,
0: you're absolutely correct. Yeah, because so, yeah, this takes place a couple of months after the first film. You're right.
2: Yeah, this about is the that. first one that sort of takes place prior to current date. Yeah, because yeah. it
3: said when the flashback at the start of the movie was 1980, it was 1980.
2: Mm. and then yeah. the big flash on the screen after that says 34 years later. Yeah,
3: yeah. okay. And the first um, film was made in 2014, and pretty
0: much every yeah. Marvel film. Is set in the year that it's released.
2: Yes, yeah, so this is the first one that's sort of gone back a couple of years. Yeah, to, I, I assume it's been that's baby, and that's baby maybe, thanks to Baby Groot. Yeah, yeah, it's know? been you know six months mm. since um since the first Guardian. So Groot's still a little a little baby. <laughs> and the final,
3: the final the final um, post credit scene was uh, we saw group. teenage Groot. <laughs> yeah, in his funny. in his room with his Absolutely. leaves everywhere. That was I am depressing. Groot. <laughs> 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 so, so good, so yeah, and
2: apparently it. um. This time, Vin Diesel did motion capture for Baby Groot. In the first film, he just did voiceover. But apparently, in this, he. He was
0: on stilts a lot on social media for the first film. Oh, was he? I don't know whether that was just for show. And it's like he, it's, you know, it's like Bradley Cooper being at Marvel Studios doing a selfie in front of a poster Mm. and off for 12 months until he has to come back and do The Voice, <laughs> yeah. but Vin Diesel actually, he was starting to make a big deal about, look at me, I'm on stilts, I'm playing this giant tree and blah, well, blah, blah. Well, to be honest,
3: Bradley Coop's a little bit busier than <laughs> <Dave> Batista.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing, and come when the first Guardians movie come out, it's like, you know Zoe Saldana from Stuff. She's you know, blue chicken. She, she was the blue that chicken avatar, chick. but yeah. you might not know that, right? She's in Star Trek, but she's one of a lot of characters, and Chris Pratt, who's that? Oh, you know, he's the guy from Parks and Rec. He's going to be in Jurassic World next year, and then he's Mm. going to take over the freaking world as one of the (laughs) biggest stars. But Guardians of the Galaxy was like it was his gateway movie, and Drax, who's he? He's a wrestler. Yeah, you know. Now he's Drax the Destroyer from the Marvel movies. You know, he was a throwaway side villain in the last James Bond movie that was bad anyway. But um, yet now they're all much bigger stars. You needed Vin Diesel to be that social media guy, and you needed to bring on Bradley Cooper to be the voice. I did
2: read somewhere in the first film when he did all his recording sessions, he was in. He was in stilts and stuff He wanted to have that mm. That taller <laughs> Method Because he's so method He's a method actor um, Classic but, but yeah apparently I don't he, he
1: is classically trained Believe yeah. it or not Really? Vin Diesel Jesus yeah.
0: and His first like really big film Was Saving Private Ryan Like he was Yeah you know, was he? That Steven was a, Spielberg yeah. saw the Saw the talent there man P- I okay. think Pitch
2: Black was before that
0: No that was 99 Or uh, 2000 And uh, Private Ryan I think was 98 Oh and uh, I think with the script in the first film too like he he said I am Groot like what 15 or 16 times Se- or something
2: 17 times Sure. to Jimmy Kimmel
0: In the first film and <laughs> apparently James Gunn actually wrote on down like the sidebar of the script what it means What yeah, in what, what context meant. would this me- would you say I am Groot like what would you mean if this was in English Yeah if, if you're yeah. trying
2: to say welcome to the f***ing Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yeah. how would you say that as I am Groot Yeah yeah, which
0: is kind of cool oh. and it's like that's great if, even if he just comes in and goes I am Groot I am Groot it's like thanks Vin cheers it's like just sell that story to the fans I'm like I'll eat that yeah. shit up that sounds cool yeah. you know with,
1: with the soundtrack being so awesome and them saying um, our family so much I'm like oh please don't be Suicide Squad just they were, they were the two yes, oh, so? because fa- they always said we're a I was waiting for that for that yeah, song yeah, yeah.
2: from um, the Fast and Furious 7 to kick in oh
1: <laughs> no, see,
0: I the soundtrack. uh I I didn't really think Suicide as well because Suicide Squad. You think Guardians because yeah. they did it so successfully to oh, the point where when hold you're thinking up, that...
3: no, no, no. The
0: reason said anyone what, talking went? about soundtrack wise. Uh, yeah, I
2: know. I got that. Well, but...
0: I feel like you're cutting me off midpoint to yeah. argue a point that I haven't <laughs> made. <laughs> You're so wrong. I haven't said anything. Sorry, I'm
2: I've never heard anyone compare Guardians to Suicide Squad. You're
0: about I to. I feel like Hold you on might on have been in yourself. the chat saying this is what... Anyway, whatever. For me, the way that Suicide Squad used their soundtrack,
1: Trying whether to they be,
0: actually wanted to do it or it was just like a side thing, or whatever, it was for all intents and purposes, at least for the fans... That's what Guardians of the Galaxy did so well. Suicide yeah. Squad wanted to do, but it's like they had song over top of other songs. They song. just put an it iPod was
2: a, on repeat. Yeah, it was a poorly edited in. film they,
0: anyway, but the song seemed to lead into another song. It was like, give us a break. Yeah. At least with Guardians. Even Guardians 2, which had more music in it, there were breaks between songs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They they involved the songs in the movie, whereas yes. Suicide yeah. Squad, Straight it was up. just like, hey, let's put a mad soundtrack so people will love the music, but we don't really have anywhere we're going to put it in. we will just... Put it in yeah. wherever we can. It'll be a mm.
2: it'll be a needle drop over the top, but yeah. having nothing to do with the actual storyline. Yeah. That's what I loved about the the opening scene where it's we're in 1980 and Brandy's playing. I was singing along already. Yeah. I was just, I was just like Me two so. two minutes like 20 seconds in. I'm singing along. That
1: looked like miniatures. Did you notice that? I just thought that whole scene, that yeah. landscape scene, was, was miniatures. I yeah, think right.
2: it might have been the 3D. I don't know, but yeah. I kind of yeah. had the same the same. And on that cool. too, I reckon
0: yeah. that that uh, young effect on oh, Kurt Russell. That's, the best, that's the best it's looked so far. Yeah, cool. He looked,
2: like, it was he looked
0: un, like a white Not quite Mario Uncanny Lopez. Valley, but it would, It
3: looked unbelievable. <laughs> he looked yeah. like
2: a white Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. You're, Dimples just, for days. Saw, that's for, what I saw. Yeah. At first, I'm like, oh, who's that chick driving? <laughs> I'm like, they need some
1: luscious hair. <laughs> I was wondering if the only reason they showed Earth was for product placement, because there was a few in there. There's <laughs> not much you can do otherwise, yeah. Is, yeah. is there? Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of shots of people running the MacGuffin. I'm like, oh, because they did so well to avoid the MacGuffin, because obviously mm. they're trying to avoid that. All right, there's a big beam in the sky, yeah, the sky or there's beam. a big cloud, or, I'm like, can you just tone that yeah, down the, a bit?
2: The infinite, you know, disposable warrior horde. Yeah. Mm. Who die
0: was, when which is, the boss dies. Which is actually worse mm. in this film, like at least in the first one, the entire Nova Corps got... Decimated when they made that yeah. sort of you know joint shield of all their ships around Ronan's uh, Ronan's craft and they all got obliterated. In this, you had the Sovereign ships all going after the uh, the Milano, and they're shooting them. He's like, I want to kill people, blah blah blah. He's like, Oh, you're not actually killing anyone. They're all robots. So it's like. Feel free, parents, mm. to bring your children to this because they're yeah. only killing pilotless ships. Yeah. It's okay. All with this death is not real.
3: Oh, I love yeah. that. In fact, that yeah. our yeah. 80s video, it's like there's are yeah. such futuristic perfection like, aliens. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, when they got shot, it's just like... Ah! <laughs> oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, Like they just... Game oh, over.
2: You just needed a game over. Yeah. Ah, like, oh, damn it. Uh,
0: now, okay, with the, with the sovereign, I wanted to touch on it before, but for me, I actually, while I did have a quite unquote" problem with the first hour and twenty of this movie, where I was like, "Okay, where's this? You know, where's the story thread going to sort of start coming together?" And more evident for at least for me, the the idiot, maybe the only one in the cinema. But the sovereign, you know, sitting there still like robots. They were perfect. They were bred perfect. They told you this. For me, then when they actually started to be dicks like flying yeah. the ship and saying ah oh, you suck jensen <laughs> kind of ruined good. it yeah, yeah that, i'm like hang yeah. on that would, would that be what your like futuristic sort of next level of evolution creatures yeah. would
1: act she's like she's laughing and... at the his nickname whatever it was Yeah,
0: so i'm like yeah there's a few weird that for me there. is like okay guardians you're sort of like yeah. yeah you're soaking in like oh we were so cool in the first movie let's be cooler in the second one. Let's be funnier. We're like I'm like not everybody has to be funny. Like that yeah. race didn't need to be funny. They needed to be yeah. made fun of. If that was but Corps, they didn't need to be in on the joke. If that
2: was Nova Corps, you'd buy it, not a problem. Yeah. But because See, even John C. Riley cause... was a bit
0: off for me how different he was to the rest of the Nova core in uh, in the first film, mm. but I'm like, it's John C. Riley. I don't care because he's I, I like John still C. Riley. That guy
2: that was like, what a bunch of a holes Yeah, like you know? so it kind of yeah it sort of it kind of worked. But I, I feel like it would
1: have been better if he had have said what was his name Taserface. Mm. If he had have said Taserface <laughs> and she just stared at him blankly, yeah mm. for an extended like period. I feel like yeah, the joke would he good.
2: was because he was getting made fun of for being called Taserface. If he hesitated before yeah. he said Taser, my name is. T- taser face, yeah, she and just she just scared. deadpanned him. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Good. I, that would have been.
3: Bad. Yeah, we, yeah, just a little, like slight smirk, like the slightest yeah, smirk, like confusion. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah.
0: That was one of those moments I hinted out in the non-spoilers where I found myself editing a scene. Mm. Him saying taser face rockets. Reaction and then taser face's reaction to rocket, then rocket again, taser face, rocket, taser face. And I found myself yeah. cutting bit number two and I'm like, Oh, one and three go in together seamlessly. Then I'm like, Oh yeah, shit, God- there's a fourth one. I'll cut number three. Oh, yeah. I think number one, number four could blend seamlessly forbid,
2: too too. God forbid the comparison, but it was a little bit Ghostbusters, like with the reboot where we were talking we were talking about yeah. that with just the jokes. You learn like, to cut on, guys too, that was too much. much. Yeah. Oh, this you know, is for, better. This is better than Ghostbusters. Oh, oh for sure, leaps yeah. and bounds. Yeah. But for a two-hour, what? What do we say about two hours, twenty minutes, something like yeah. that? Yeah. Definitely could have done with a little bit of editing. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's why I worry about the rewatchability because when we're watching this tonight, it's been two and a half years since some of us in this room have seen the film, but certainly since we've seen a new adventure with these characters that we love. Yeah. You know, most even superhero movie people around the world. Didn't know who the shit the Guardians of the Galaxy were until August 2014. Mm. Yeah. Instantly, we're falling in love with a, a raccoon and a tree. Yeah, We get to watch a fresh movie with these guys, a fresh adventure. And I'm just like, you could have made it better by being shorter. Like, you know, leave us wanting more and have mm. the extended scene on the DVD where you can watch yeah. it and go, oh, that's funny.
1: Can see why they cut it, I but it's good anyway. The songs made the scenes longer, like the mm. opening credit scene where the uh, baby Groot's dancing Yeah They played the whole song mm. Yeah p- And there was about 30 seconds of well, Alright we get it mm. Can we get I into it now I think that
2: was More also to hide the credits They wanted to get All the yeah. credits out of the way Yeah but you could do
3: that and A lot quicker by Yeah, putting yeah a bit more on. I like mm. dancing Baby Groot No I loved it yeah. too what But did, for a minute and did, a half j- Not too. What did Drax call him Smaller Dumber Groot, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, and I he had some zingers that, that opener so would, be a, would be a
2: great one as well to be able to go back and watch because it's like for, the, for probably nine tenths of that entire scene, I was watching Groot, and yeah. then I forgot that there was all the stuff going on in the yeah. background. So I feel like, you could watch it again without even looking at Groot and actually mm. watching the background and seeing yeah. what's going on in there. And
0: on that background element, I actually appreciated that it wasn't this giant threat that oh, we beat him in forty five seconds yeah. to open up the film. Like it was kind of cool that. While you were maybe for too long following Baby Groot dancing and running around and seemingly unaware of everything else that was going on around him, you did see the Guardians. They were doing yeah. what you feel like you were Star doing in a video game: shoot, 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 move, shoot, 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 shoot move. Yeah. shoot. Yeah. It wasn't just new move, new move, new move, mm. dead. It, they were in peril. They were actually getting hurt. I mean, none of them actually got hurt. We don't see blood, cuts, bruises, nothing in All these things, really. But through the forest, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, that come was on. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah, even I'm like, okay, that I'm watching awesome. a movie about a living planet and a uh, a quantum asteroid belt, but I kind of feel like you could have broken a spinal cord, you know, yeah. or something <laughs> like yeah. that. I know yeah, your yeah. name's the
2: destroyer.
1: But or on.
0: don't get up and go, that was awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> you should be dead. Yeah. Or at least cut
1: enough. She, I'm like, why wouldn't she just let him go? Like, yeah. he'd yeah. be a lot I, less hurt. Yeah. I still him want, him
2: want a replica set of his daggers, though. That would be so awesome. Yeah, yeah they're cool. They're, they're cool. So good. <laughs> and I do want to briefly talk about going into this film, I had an idea that it was going to be my new favourite character, and I think it could be, and that's Mantis. See, I could have happily sacrificed another like half an hour of nebula crap for more mantis, yeah, I that was. Fun. I, I wanted actually, I wanted her to be more pivotal in the in the main action scene. I didn't want her to get knocked. She was knocked out, yeah, and then out. For yeah, the entire wouldn't it be cool climax. if she just came
1: out and kind of was something vicious? Had <laughs> some,
2: yeah, some martial arts abilities, some yeah. latent martial arts abilities, or something like that, just to round her out you know, a little bit more.
1: Well, see, that's what I'm
0: waiting for. You saying that she should have, or you would have liked to see her more involved in the action. Mm. I think I've heard that she's actually, she's going to be in Avengers 3 next year because the Guardians are going to be involved to, I don't know what degree, but they're going to be involved in Avengers 3 next year, Infinity War. I don't know about you,
1: but is there going to be too many characters? Because Civil War was almost too many. And just well yeah adding it's, it's all it's how you use guys, it but like, wow i know yeah, that chris
0: pratt sh- like there was a great video online that just made me want to go back and watch every mcu movie before because it was like this 5 minute look this is what we're doing we've been building up to this thanos all these characters coming together and it was a video on a, on on a stage surrounded by a green screen you had robert denny jr you had Tom Holland, Spider Man, and you had Chris Pratt there, yeah. And it sort of felt like three different franchises because you have got the MCU, then you've got the space MCU, and then you've got Sony Spider Man, who's kind of now included in the MCU. And it was just seeing them in one shot talking about this film that they're making together. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so unreal. Now about two, I mean, because they they'd I only been You shooting. can have
1: Falcon, Falcon, and Hawkeye in too much if you're gonna have. Those
0: guys. Well that's yeah. that's the thing is that they'd only been shooting at that point. Like it was a big deal when they started shooting. It had only been about two weeks before that video was released. Two weeks later, maybe not even, Chris Pratt is taking photos on set of Jurassic World Two. Right. So he's not he's not gonna be in it for long. It was like Tom Holland, they they announced that Spider Man was going to be in Civil War well into their production. Now on one hand, it could be that they're hiding that secret for so long, then they release it, or it could be that oh, he's actually only going to be in five minutes, which mm. the actor himself was only in the film for about three or four minutes. The yeah. rest of it is a CGI Spider-Man that they included whenever they yeah. wanted to later. So I feel like the Guardians are going to have very little to do in the new film, I hope I'm wrong because it would be great to see Chris Pat riffing off against Robert Downey Jr. for yeah. a scene or something but then like it's, that.
2: It's either going to be a, a balancing act because, like what you were saying, was we too, right? With yeah. Civil War, with the issues you had with the, with the airport scene, with everyone getting their quip. It's yeah. like, well, imagine you've got that cast and then add in, you know, Rocket and mm. Drax mm. and, and Star Lord. I mean, just, I mean, we could all happily sit down and watch a 10 minute scene of. Tony Stark and Rocket Raccoon just go at each other like, yeah, yeah, yeah right but it's like at what point <laughs> does it bog down the film yeah. so I think it's it's definitely going to be a balancing act but um, like we was saying before it's like well what what can't they do like yeah, it's just let yeah. them do it and just see what sticks yeah.
0: mm. and that's what I love about like the, the Russo brothers who are in charge of it because while Sometimes you get a director who stays on board a franchise for too long, which James Gunn has signed on now to do Guardians Three. So let's hope he doesn't have that sort of franchise or, or series fatigue come the end of uh, or Chris Christopher Nolan.
1: <coughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming,
0: and it's. I, I hate how people force you to bring up stuff like DC and Christopher Nolan. Like, um, Shit, no, <laughs> but um, like Russo, they had Captain America Two just a Captain America story. They do Captain America 3, but it's kind of like a little bit of an Iron Man film and an Avengers film as well. Then they're doing Avengers 3. So it's not like they're doing the same franchise mm. over and over again. They're sort of building up. And their transition from... when, Like you said, I had problems. I, overall, I don't have problems with Civil War. I love Civil War. Mm. But their transition from Winter Soldier into such a bigger film, great, seamless. I can't wait to see what they're going to do between Civil War into Avengers Infinity War. And at this point, I have so much trust them to do it. So whether or not the, the Guardians are in it for half the film, or they show up with five minutes to go and they go, Hey, we here Thanos was here. We're here to help kill him. <laughs> Cut to credits. A year later, Avengers 4 comes out. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited because this film added to the Guardians roster and I kind of, kind of, I wish Yondu was still around to be a part of it, because I'm like, now mm, you're going to yeah. be a, a long-term role in this film. Not just the team, but I like the fact that you're going to have more screen time. Are oh, you dead. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah and it's funny, and it's, and it's his death is what actually made me want him to be on the team more. Mm. Up until that point, I didn't really care. Like, I was like, take him or leave him, whatever. Yeah.
0: And you always do run um, that risk, too, of throwing in a side character and giving him too much meat, and it's like, oh, yeah. no, actually, you were better off.
2: One thing I was disappointed with was his... Cockatoo Crest um, Finn Yeah, the prototype so, Yeah, right. prototype okay. yeah, And yeah. that they Because they never Sort of insinuated In the first one That that was what Controlled his arrow yeah. I never
0: even noticed that I was watching it last night, the first one I'm like, oh, that does light up Like, I've never noticed yeah, that before never noticed
2: I was almost I wanted it to, to grow Like, be a crystal that growed Or I did like In the first film You don't know that it's tech Yeah That it's been planted in him So I kind of wanted it to grow Or do something Or be Be something Not just a, a new headpiece I was like Oh, that's a little bit Disappointing and then there's such a big part of he's got to get it so that he can control his arrow. And then one of his final words is, you know, I don't control it with control the arrow with my head, I control it with my heart, which mm. is then a big thing
3: for, for style to go heart. through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So it wasn't as cheesy yeah. as saying I control it with my heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like that moment where everyone was laughing, and I kind of didn't at, at first, but then I came to when um when Peter Created that energy ball, yeah. and he starts <laughs> throwing a it's ball with his to old slow-mo. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and, and Kurt like, Russell. Yeah, the
2: look of just you know exuberance on his face it's Election. like
0: I'm doing it. Man. And I think for yeah. me too, that was, <laughs> that was helped by watching it with the crowd laughing, watching it for the first yeah. time. I'm like, if I would have watched this by myself for the first time with an empty cinema. I'm like I would have been like, oh, what are you doing? But I think the audience sort of go, no, 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 get in the mood, you know, like yeah, because, because again at that they, point I didn't know where the movie was going, so it I was, was like, Kurt Russell's face for me in slow mo.
1: Yeah. like, <laughs> go, this, yeah. this is happening. <laughs> yeah, and they
2: walk the line really well because Groot as a uh, not Groot uh, Rocket as a character is kind of he has these forceful awkward lines that almost sound like he's overacting, but it's 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 Rocket putting that emphasis on. Yeah. So, and that could quite easily be taken the wrong way and people Plus just go, it's oh, he's
1: just a bad actor. Cooper just sitting in a booth by himself not knowing how yeah. to deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> what would a raccoon say in this yeah. situation? Here's <laughs> a whole page on it. Um, for me,
0: okay, the, the whole ego thing, I sat there wondering, and it, it, it probably goes back to... The rules reveal in Scream. Everyone's seen Scream. The Scream series you had the is it Randy? Yep. Um, Jamie Kennedy's character. Oh pff, yeah, you got. Button. Anyway, Randy's all about his his rules. Like it, he he explains to the audience mm. while explaining don't to sex, all the other characters. Never yeah, say I'll be
2: right back. Yeah,
0: don't sell these things, and you'll survive a, a horror movie. And then you see people go and have sex. They die. They say, "I'll be right back." They die. that's split up, right? And the, yeah, stuff like that. The what is second it with white film, people split up. He breaks up. Oh, this is how sequels work. And then in the third film, he reveals how a trill. In a trilogy, you find out something from the first film that you believed is actually not the case anymore. And I kind of had myself thinking in this film: would it have been maybe more interesting or or, or a bigger payoff to have Ego or Quill's father, however we were going to find out who he was, be revealed to be this big bad guy in the third film? Because while there was some talk about who Quill's father was in the first film, it was sort of it just popped up every now and again. Mm. But that it wasn't like a big thing it was more about hey here's this kid whose mum died and you know he's mm. finally able to get some closure and that at the end it's like oh his father asked us to pick him up what this film is about his father and that relationship and then when it's revealed you know at the end of the second act that his his father is going to destroy all life in the galaxy so that he can basically rebuild it in you know his own likeness or image or whatever I'm like, oh, would that have been more interesting maybe to get that trilogy rule that, you know, in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, he finally finds his father. Oh, my God. By the way, he is this genocidal bad guy. Mm. And he needs your help to become that. Um, he,
2: was like, he was like the ultimate collector. He's like the ultimate. Because it was really cool. One of the visual sort of aids that they had while watching the film was you see all these planets being overtaken by the ghoul or whatever. Mm. And then they kind of started almost looking like molecules. Yeah. Sort of coming together like it's the universe would then just be his body, you know. This one planet was his brain, and then suddenly, as he expanded across the universe, he would be like a Galactus type thing, where he's just is just the entire universe is is his body. Yeah. As as each planet sort of becomes a molecule, which was a really kind of with my head a bit, and was really cool. I was like, whoa.
0: (laughs) So I throw to you guys, knowing that Thanos is going to be the bad guy in Avengers. Where does Guardians of the Galaxy three go when they have battled a planet that is going to wipe out life on every other planet in the galaxy? Where's the next threat? Well, is if Thanos is taken care of in the Avengers, yeah, if he's so, an Avengers so Guardians villain. Guardians
2: three will be after Infinity War. Yeah? Yes, yeah,
0: possibly, probably after <laughs> Avengers four, which you'd think is almost maybe a part two situation. Look,
2: I'd love to say Nova, but we know that's not happening. So I got no f- clue. Yeah.
1: I hadn't heard about who Guardians of the Galaxy are, so I don't know. Yeah, backstory know about... or anything. Me neither, but what could yeah.
0: potentially be a bigger threat? It wouldn't, threat. wouldn't be mm, Thanos. I feel, so. like Adam, Asgard.
2: I feel like Adam Warlock will be <laughs> yeah. sort of taking care of Infinity Wars. Like, yeah. It is funny how we've sort of not seen any any y stuff. Mm. It was touched on a little bit in the first film when they went and saw The Collector. No, that was the end of Thor The Dark World, wasn't it? Where they sort of go to The yeah. Collector and stuff like that. But yeah, it's... It's interesting the way that Ragnarok looks like it's very much...
1: Planet Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, well,
2: it's it's kind of like, it looks like it fits into the Guardians world, like Mm. the way, like the set design and all that sort of stuff. So it's interesting that not even been any mention of... It's funny, when we're watching
3: um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if the only way to kill a god is if another god does it and Thor just rocks up and just... (laughs) (laughs) Hammer straight through the brain. Dead.
0: Um, two things in the post-credit scenes that we haven't spoken about before. Um, oh, yeah, there's one you wanted to get to. I, I? actually I? thought we were going to get a Thor post-credit scene, as usually these films do. They sort of throw to the next movie mm. because. Jeff Goldblum was one of the characters dancing in the little frames of the yeah. of the scrolling text of the post-credits. or oh, of really? The, of the credits. Yeah. It was him as uh, as his the collective oh, brother, whatever right, his yeah. name is, the um, grandmaster, just dancing. Just being yeah. Jeff Goldblum dancing in character. And I'm like, oh shit, why would you put that in a movie that up until this point, if you're not watching trailers, you're only watching the films, we don't know who you are. What you do. Yeah. Why are you here. Yeah. Um so I was expecting the end credit scene to be like something to Ooh. do with maybe the collector going to see the Grand Master and almost a Guardians character throwing to the Thor character. Something one of the guys that was at
2: the film said to me afterwards was in that scene where um, Yondu and, and Rocket are, you know, doing that massive sort of warp through all the different, you know, portals and yeah. stuff. One of the places they go through, you see Thanos, apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I saw him. I which don't I, know what the hell he was I, doing. But.
2: Yeah, so that's something they're saying is, well, we need to sort of freeze frame on that and see what the hell they're up to, whether that will give us any insight into anything like that. But
0: Well, the other thing I wanted to touch on was the Stan Lee cameo, which at one point through the film, he thought was was his cameo, but it mm. came back at the end. He is there in a spacesuit talking to these alien creatures with giant yeah, heads. who the hell are they? Now... That for me was confirmation, and they only did more to confirm it in the very final post-credit scene, the fifth of five. That, that this great fan theory has been because he's been in pretty much every MCU movie. I'm, well, I'm sure he's been in every MCU film mm. as a different character. It's like, well, the first couple maybe could have been the same guy, you know. But then he was in Captain America One as a soldier. It's like, well, that old guy and. 1942 can't be the same mm. old guy that's in 2015
2: delivering mail to yeah Tony Stark and house. everything
0: else in between mm. but the fan theory is that he is this character called the Watcher and that there will one eventually there will be this payoff and he will become and I Googled straight off the film, like, Stan Lee, the Watcher, and up pops this image of this alien creature with a giant head. Uatu, I think is his name. And that he will be revealed to be the Watcher. That was the fan theory. This seems to... Well, this confirms it, surely. And whether they do anything with it. But apparently Stan Lee, before this film had come out, they said he's filmed the next five cameos in MCU films. Now, this could... Or Marvel films. That could be Spider-Man Homecoming. That could be Deadpool 2, for all we know. But it could also be, I think, if they're going to touch in this Watcher thing, him transition into the Watcher race, this giant head thing, in the event that Stan Lee, who is like late 80s, Mm. early 90s, does eventually leave us, that Mm. uh, yeah, they've maybe filmed that and maybe that could be something they touch in the future. Or this is just a a little throwaway, you know, knock to the fans saying, hey... You who thought this was right, it is. We're never going to do anything with it. But now you know there's something else going on whenever you see this guy in our movie. So, again, they're just throwing everything at us in this movie. And I feel for the people that are watching this and never seen any other MCU film before because oh, so much stuff is going to go over your head. Just because they got a free ticket. Yeah, just because you got a free <laughs> ticket. And there are more or a few of you there. But once it's in cinemas, as it is now, I hope you're paying for it. Go on to watch it on the big screen as soon as you can. It's absolutely worth it. We all... Quite and quote we love this yeah, yeah good absolutely. times great good stuff well breathe a sigh of relief because we do always go into these superhero films going come on please I know it's more of a DC thing we worry about Marvel we don't certainly Guardians of the Galaxy we don't and it sort of paid off so over so to much- you Spider-Man Homecoming
2: <laughs> there's just so much to, to like disimpact from this film afterwards mm. like it's we're be thinking about it for days. Yeah,
0: let's go see it again <laughs> in due course. All right, that is our full spoilers chat of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Boys, thank you very much for uh, sticking. Through. That was a very nerdy conversation, probably the nerdiest we've ever had. And that is saying something. I think we spoke for two hours on Star Trek Beyond because Maddie gave us a breakdown of 50 years of history. So <laughs> we're getting pretty nerdy in some of these chats. So uh, thanks for sticking if with us. If you want us. to go
2: back and listen to this one, just take a shot every time Mitch says the word sweaty.
0: <laughs> well, I felt sweaty after this. I'm feeling sweaty now. We're in a room. It's ready, up. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at GetIntoGeek. geek. You can drop us a line, getinto geek at gmail.com. All of our podcasts going back through a lot of MCU films on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search simply again, get into geek myself at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie, where can we find you?
2: At high pitch, Maddie.
0: Brendan. At the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. Oh, I know well, we will definitely be back in a couple of weeks. Matty, you're in particular looking very forward to the next Pirates of the Caribbean film. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the look on <laughs> his Nobody
0: face. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> okay, we we've lost him. <laughs> him already. We'll see you when we see you.
1: GetintoGeek.com.
0: Juicy, sweaty, sweaty, and more sweaty. Sweaty. I'm feeling sweaty now.